Today's show is brought to you by Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchased by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. Today's show is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Do you, do you see your computer as an extension of your dick? That's a real question. Have you ever named a computer? Oh, I name all my computers. Okay, there we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I name my hard drives. Are you kidding me? Mr. Reese, do you name your hard drives? Yeah, my, my E-Drive is called Fat Bitch. We're doing the Big Apple contest. Oh, the Big yeah. Apple eating contest we teased a long time ago. Thank God. It's happening. We can finally determine scientifically whether or not red delicious apples are mealy as fuck. It's disgusting. That I, is mealy as fuck. Uh, I one, don't know how you fit it all in that tiny little mouth of yours. If I created keys that worked for their house, right? Perfect replicas of their keys and then didn't use them. That's, and that's, be- okay. that's a better analogy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you need to go to jail. I did get kicked out of uh, high school and uh, banned from touching a computer. Kicked out of high school? No, I uh, suspended. Suspended? I, wow. I got suspended and I got banned from ever touching a computer again for in what? high school. Uh, Income-based fines. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, ridiculous. Let me tell you, ridiculous, okay. asshole. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. the Hoover Dam more because there are ghosts, the ghosts of the fallen construction workers. What do you mean? Who made, who, Hoover Dam. Yeah, you must, Falling off you of must jack off at the Great Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sean. Now available at thebiggestproblemintheuniverse.com. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from long goodbyes to telling lies. With over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me as Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Guys, 5 million downloads. We did it. Yeah! We finally cracked that 4 million ceiling. Great. Congratulations. Thanks. You smell terrific. (laughs) Is that uh, because I just had nuts in my mouth? (laughs) Hey, speaking of embarrassments, that Apple test that we did in the bonus episode. Right. I don't want to give away any spoilers, but that did not go well for you. Did it? You know what? Eat shit. Eat shit, Dick. And Sean, that was the most bunk test. You know what? Yeah, no spoilers. I was just going to say that. Uh, Look, you've had 24 hours to buy it. Yeah. Well, Sean brought in some of the apples for that test. And we won't give anything away. Thank you away. so much, Sean, for buying those apples. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for picking. You, yeah, you know how to pick them, Sean. Yeah, although, although. Yeah, that's, I knew this would be my fault. I'll t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's everyone's fault but mine, buddy. Uh-huh. I, Randy oh, fucked up as well. Randy fucked up. You fucked up, Sean. I fucked, fucked up? up. Oh, you what fucked did up. I do? You're the biggest fuck up. If it doesn't go his way, the whole fucking <laughs> thing is rigged. Yeah, we're deleting that episode. <laughs> no, you're deleting it, Sean. So, uh, I will say this. I have a new favorite apple, and it is not what you might expect. Oh, oh, <laughs> if there was ever a reason to buy yeah. bonus audio content, it's to find, find out, out what, what my new, favorite, new apple. favorite apple is. It's called the Bahamian Sandy. <laughs> no, sh- <laughs> fuck. All right, guys. Last week, the biggest problem in the universe was... Not enough organ donors. Oh, that's good. Hey, 
Yeah, that's that's act, actually a real problem. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. That's great. Thank God we didn't bring in something stupid on the same episode to, to not uh, give not enough organ donors the to, chance to shine. Oh, yeah, to counter that out. Well, followed yeah. by human driving directions. That's a, that's a big problem. Everybody hates that. Uh, Everybody hates human driving directions. And then superhero obsession, which, wait, wait, before we move on, though, the human driving directions, Dick, someone linked to a song by Psycho Stick um, about human driving directions. Have you heard the song? No, but this is about to be a big problem of mine. People showing me songs online. Why is that? It's just just like, it's like making me, you're like holding me hostage, taking my time from me, making me sit there, and then the pressure to react. Yeah. Is also tremendous. I don't bring think, it in on another episode. I don't think there's any pressure for this song, Dick. I think you'll like it. I linked to it on the front page of our website if anyone wants to listen to it, but check this out. I'll just play a little bit. Okay. Listen to this. Two directions, two directions. Okay, so this is how you get here. Mm. You're going to want to take the 202 to the 101 North. 202. Don't get on the 60, though, or else you're totally going to be going the wrong way. Girl directions, girl directions. Oh, girl directions. Yeah. <laughs> Take it off on Exit Call McDowell. Um, or, no, wait, is it McDowell? Yeah. Anyway, that's the song. Yeah, I, I figured you'd appreciate. I that. have a problem with both of them, yeah. for men and women. Yeah. Because well, guys always want to give you a shortcut. It's like, okay, yeah, uh, you don't have a shortcut. No. I know. I know that your shortcut necessarily means you take twice as long to get there. The only time I've gotten directions that were human driving directions where was where they acknowledged that the GPS is better in general, but they said, for some reason, the GPS is not finding this address. And uh, it was oh, like a, a new street build, or yeah, something new like that. New building. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, then followed by superhero obsession. Everything was a problem last week. Superhero obsession was another problem. Uh, it came in third, and then lines came in fourth, but still a problem. Just yeah, because it's also a solution line? at the same time. Yeah. How's that a solution? Well, because without a line, you'd have a mob. Yeah, or take a number. How about that's take a, a number? That's a line, though. No, it's not. You just sit down. You take a number. You're not standing in a line. So are you you're sit- sitting down. Are you sitting in a circle? You're sitting on a bench. You're sitting a bench on is a, a line. No, you're sitting. Have you ever been to jury duty? No. Remember, I ignored the notice, and I've got several more notices that says they're going to arrest me, and I've also ignored those. Okay, well, for anyone who's not a felon, if you go to jury duty, you just sit down in a big a big room with a bunch of seats. And in a box. Yeah, big box. Or, or do you? I don't Bo- know. What if boxes or square tubes or whatever it is? Oh, someone said that they were surprised you didn't like lines because yeah. a box is basically... Six lines, right? Or ten lines? I don't know how many many lines you need a box. I got the comments. Alonzo Larios, he says, I'm surprised Maddox brought in lines as a problem as boxes (laughs) are nothing more than several lines joined together. (laughs) Uh, Here was a good one. Craig Zargon, although I think I disagree with him politically for the most part. This episode, Dick tries driving to a shooting range, which I did. I told the story last episode where my life coach and I tried to go shooting and we were stymied by dirt roads. The last two miles or so of our trip was dirt roads that my car could not traverse. Uh, and we did try, but we failed. This episode, Dick tries driving to a shooting range, but is surprised to find that the road was made by libertarians. Yeah. It's true. It's a libertarian road, man. It's true. Can't make them do anything. Don't want to intrude true. in their lives. <laughs> Just right. now, go ahead, make a fucking road. Uh, sure, <laughs> fuck it. No no oversight, no uh, regulations, yeah. no laws. Uh, I think a- Craig said it better. 
<laughs> I also screwed up by saying horse cock. I brought in uh, Sam Jacobs, who needed a kidney. Yeah. Uh, she she commented on the post page. Yeah. She was promoting her uh, food truck instead yeah. of her kidney. I thought she would have gone for the kidney post, but she went with the food truck post. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. I saw the food truck thing in there, and I didn't understand what the uh, the reference was. Hey, you know, so if you got your moment in the comments, right? You got to go go for what's important to you. Well, you know what? Maybe she's trying to get a successful business to help pay her medical bills. Hmm? That could be. I don't know. I hope she is successful. But her boyfriend, Horsecock, is not the one who sent us the barbecue sauce. I accidentally slammed. uh, That was Dr. Smoothrod. Oh, Dr. Smoothrod. I fucked that up. Okay. It was not Horsecock. It was Dr. Smoothrod. I'm completely lost. Who who are we talking about Dr. Smoothrod sent us the barbecue sauce. He is Butt Sanchez's friend, right? Yes, and now people are saying that after Butt Sanchez's tantrum, after the Trump episode, he should be referred to as Butt Hurt Sanchez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which I don't know. And for anyone who's just listening to the show, Butt Sanchez is a longtime (laughs) listener. He and his friend Dr. Smoothrod. Smoothrod sent us a care package a long time ago with yeah. a bunch of barbecue sauce that broke in the package. Did the one the barbecue sauce that survived? Have you have you eaten any of it? Not yet. I can bring it out right now. Oh, I ate some of the ones that he said is specifically for me. Yeah. He called me a pussy or something like yeah. that. And he said, This one's for you. I love it. It's yeah. great. I put it on everything. I made some wings a couple weeks ago. Me and the lady, we pulled out no. the colon cleanser. Oh, yeah. Is that your idea sauce? of a romantic uh, romantic dish here? Let me make some hot wings. Yeah, baby. baby. Clean that out. Yeah. Clean that clean that out. Blow Ugh. it all out. And you have then got some <laughs> serious pipe to lay. I'm gonna put on a construction <laughs> helmet and deliver show you how a libertarian lays some pipe. Oh, <laughs> That's that's a, there's no oversight here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no regulations. No regulations here either. To this pipeline, yeah. darling. It's leaky. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Leaking the whole time. Sprays the old gross. <laughs> there's Still, gonna be some environmental disasters here. You're gonna have to throw these sheets away. Still drizzling. Always drizzling. I got a comment from uh, Angel, or is it, it might be Ann Heal. Uh, he's. It's uh, probably Ann Heal. I think it's Ann Heal. <laughs> uh, it might be. He's, uh, Ann Heal Andres Catania Flores. He says, okay. so, Sean, this is for you." Happy not deleting the podcast for 50 episodes straight, Sean. Hey. Yeah. Things are looking up. <laughs> yeah. So the happy deleting the podcast anniversary, Sean. A lot of people commented. That's really? the anniversary. Yeah, that was yeah. the anniversary. Or this one is, because we can't tell based on the deleted episode. Yeah. Like, or there's no anniversary mark that's clear cut. It was, was it the deleted one or was it the next one? Right. And we may never even know because this episode may get deleted. We don't know. <laughs> we don't we know. Don't know. Nothing Sean, is certain. Th- th- that's, uh, what, what is that? 52 weeks with no with no accidents, right? Yeah, fifty-two no accidents. No, it's like I'm no fucking accidents. being potty trained. <laughs> Sean, next time you delete a fucking episode, we're gonna rub your nose in it for sure. Oh, no. good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to. I've broke. I really fucked up my hand punching Sean in the ass one Super Bowl. Do you remember that? When no. me and you got in a fight. No. After Super, I was really pissed off. I think I lost a bunch of money, and the the special episode of House that was on after the Super Bowl was not up to my expectations. So me and you started getting into a wrestling fisticuffs match, and I punched you really hard in the ass. It fucked up my hand. He's got a rock-hard ass over here. <laughs> wow. The so story is not going to play well for us in the comments. What do you mean? What's wrong with punching your male friend you got a wrestling right match in the ass? No, between having nuts in my mouth and your ass, <laughs> I'm sure we've given them a heyday with uh-huh. uh, with sound bites they can use to make shitty, snarky songs about us. Which, hey, uh, yeah. I've got a, a real quick last comment. Um I want to try to help you, Maddox, with uh, with your future. Oh, you okay. you talked about lines and how you enjoy cutting them. Yeah, uh, right? not enjoy. I do everyone a favor. It's a benefit. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So you selflessly, selflessly cut yes. lines when yes. you think the line isn't moving. Uh, Sean's brother, Brandon, actually sent me several articles where people have been stabbed cutting lines. Yeah. I d- you know, there are idiots out there. You can't control well, everyone's. You can't control every violent ape that's standing around who has a fucking disproportional, unreasonable response to someone cutting in light. You what? You stab them? What the fuck well, is wrong with you? Yeah, that was the that was the point we were, I was trying to make. And by the way, I don't cut. I skip. I, I don't. What is I'm that? not cutting in line. I think cutting in line is rude. People are standing in line behind you, and you just come up and cut in line. So what is skipping the line? Skipping. I just go. I just go inside. Oh, you go directly to the front. Yeah. Without waiting in line at all. I just, I don't, I mean, it's not even the front. I just like completely circumvent the line. No, I'm not standing in line. Argument over cutting in line at a McDonald's leads to a butt stabbing in Florida. Uh oh. This now, could you be know your you, future. I'm the ghost of Christmas line cutting, line skipping future over here. You know that that guy wasn't Sean. He wouldn't have gotten through that, uh, that hard, no, that thick ass of. Blade would have <laughs> bent like Superman and tried to stab that ass. Right it's off like, that hard ass. Fucking Kevlar with a trauma plate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a gyro line. I don't What's know. a gyro? Do you like gyros? Line? What is a that? line to get gyros? What? A trial. Uh, the man accused of Euros. Fatally, oh, Euros. Is that <laughs> how you say it? Euros. 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 Yeah, like the, like Nguyen. What? No. Like Nguyen. Not at all. No, like because like, Nguyen has a G, yeah. and you say it like yeah. It's, so yeah, it's euros? Greek, euros, euros. Okay, so similar. <laughs> not, not no, not at all. Well, the Nguyen is the Vietnamese pronunciation. So these are Euros. Euros. Do I have that right? Euros. Cut in line at a popular midtown Euro and chicken cart told the officer who arrested him that he was acting in self-defense. Took place around 4 a.m. Self-defense because he was cut in line for a Euro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, just, they just ignored him, but after they drove off with their food, this guy chased him in his white Lexus SUV. I don't know why they put that in the article. And pull, pulled him out at a red light and, uh, and stabbed him. Entitled, entitled shithead. That's why. Yeah, it's the same as the Mercedes driver I talked about in the bonus episode. Yeah. Oh, which um, I forgot to play this during the bonus episode, but it's pretty cool, so I'll play it now. It, this is from a song oh, that a fan okay. sent in. It's uh, from at Gooseboat. He sent this to me on Twitter. He did a chiptune mix of the bonus intro. This is kind of cool. Check it out. That is cool. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be a good game. Right? He's taking me back. I just want to be fighting the mother alien in Contra. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so cool. Who would be the bad guy for the Solutions episodes? Who's the most voted down... Probably Uber. Probably my surge pricing thing. Surge pricing. Solution. Uh, it'd be it'd Ronald be Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Possibly yeah, yeah. is the bad guy for the bad, the solutions video game. Yeah, yeah, bad guy. Bad bad solution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I got I got a comic from James Callen. He sent this in. He sent this in a while ago. Uh, Yo, Dick. They sh- they say you should paint what you love, and nothing gets me rock hard like libertarian theory and Honeycrisp apples. Check it out in light of the apples test. I don't know if you want to see this. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mad Maddox 2, Attack of the Libertarian Apple Consortium. It shows Dick sitting in a yoga pose with his, what's that, the piece, the, almost like the Buddha fingers up in the air? I don't know what that is. Like you're it's about two to, fingers like, straight up. Like you're it's, about to finger an elephant's pussy. And then <laughs> an I'm standing. An elephant? An elephant, yeah. Why and, an elephant? And, huh? Why an elephant? 
I, I, I don't know what kind of women you're dating these days. And then <laughs> <laughs> you think fat women will stand up and you maneuver under them? And oh, if they lay down, I don't know. Um, what am I? In, I'm standing in the back with you're my wearing hands. Wearing a contra my, shirt, and you're oh, really contra, pissed okay. off about apples. Yeah, I really pissed reason. off. Got, there's an oh, an, this is anarchy. the comic. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's this a full is comic. the comic. I mean, we can post. I'll post the comic on the website. I don't know if you want to go through any of these on the show. This guy, this gentleman with a mustache, says, I love apples, but there are so many choices. How do I know which apple is right for me? <laughs> then, <laughs> then you swoop in with, I've got your apples right here, buddy. You do sound like that. Yeah, that That's sounds like me. That's pretty good likeness, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's Red, so cool. <laughs> my ass is coming in <laughs> with one eye bulging out of his head. <laughs> Muscled what? like uh, one of the, who's, like the. Like Zangief. Yes, like Zangief, but not as much hair. It says Red Delicious is back, baby. Yeah, you can taste the poly, those polyphenols. <laughs> that's cool. And I'm punching some sucker. And then he tries to eat one of the, and he goes, it tastes, the guy says, it kind of tastes like mealy garbage, which it does. <laughs> Can I just pay more for an apple that tastes better? Maddox says no. Or do you want to read that line? Yeah, no. I, this it, is the this is the most accurate dialogue of you I've ever seen in my life. Here, okay. I, then there's a close up of Maddox with what he must think is a clever look on his face. Yeah, it's really, looks the real, real clever. I like it a lot. <laughs> it says actually that <laughs> already gold. It says, actually, that's what we smart people call a sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, it's a oh sunk cost God. fallacy. Sometimes paying more doesn't get you a better product. That means red delicious apples don't taste like mashed up caterpillar colons. That's right. That is That does sound like something I would say. Yeah. Very accurate picture. James Callan, was it, huh? Yeah, don't talk about supply. He continues talking about the economy on this one. <laughs> then I show up with a libertarian. Oh, Captain uh, Libertarian. Yeah. With a WWF belt on with oh. a big capital L. Yeah, we'll post that on the website. That's the L funny. stands for fuck the government. You know, it continues. L stands for loser. Losers. Losertarians. That's what they are. <laughs> Losertarian. That's pretty good. Hey. Whoops. I'll play you some voicemails here. Uh, dang. Well done. <laughs> so I like how Maddox, the most sarcastic and bitchy person on the internet, bitchy? doesn't like a character in the show because she's too sarcastic and bitchy. Are you fucking kidding me? If you saw a girl like that in real life, you'd probably jizz right into your Lobo underwear. <laughs> what a schmuck. And you really think, I'm going to take your opinion seriously on films or TV when you mention Leprechaun 4 in the fucking hood? Uh, Get a life. Uh, and Dick, you're okay. Uh, Oh, so that's because you didn't like that that superhero show Ricky Lake last week. Or yeah, something Jessica like that? Jessica Lake, Jessica Jessica Jones. Oh, that's okay. what it was. Yeah, <clears throat> which a lot of people in the comments, and this totally backfired. But a lot of people in the comments were like, "Hey, Maddox, I looked up Jessica Jones because you talked about it on the podcast, and now I watched a bunch of episodes. And now I really like it. I've created fans for this fucking show now with Doctor Purple, good. and then people are like, "Hey, Maddox, it's not Doctor Purple, idiot." Oh, we got a new fan voice. <laughs> That's my bitchy fanboys, because you guys are bitchy. I'm not bitchy. You're bitchy. <laughs> okay. You know what? Just because you talked about it last week, I did watch a couple. Ugh. I think I got through like two or three. Yeah. And she is sarcastic with every yeah. line. It's just totally unlikable, right? They yeah. even call it out in episode one or two. The guy, one of her neighbors, she said something sarcastic to him, and he says, sarcasm is a way of distancing yourself from other people. That's true. Yeah, and that's all she fucking does in that show. She yeah. distances, distances. I get it. Okay, you're br you're a bruised apple. All right, you're a honey crisp. We get it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
She's not uh, likable. I got a con- no, not likable at all. I got a mm. comment from Alexander Prenter. He says, Maddox, superheroes are like Greek gods and legends. And then he proceeds to name Roman gods and heroes. Get it right, fuckface. What we named Roman we, gods? I guess we named Roman gods. Oh, yeah, big fucking difference. They all, they're all they basically the same ones. They change their names. They have the same superpowers. Yeah. Same shit. And by the way, I got so much <laughs> flack in those episodes about uh, Maddox, infantilism. You're complaining about infantilism. You, you play video games. Still, Here, you let, idiots. I'll play that voicemail about that oh, if great. you want Let's to respond it. to it. Let's hear this bitch. Hey, Maddox. <laughs> My problem with your um, superhero obsession problem yeah. See, you think oh, escapism <laughs> is a form of inventorism. Never said that. But every fucking hobby is escapism. You're escaping your hot. I mean, you're escaping your problems. No. Nope. To specifically, you know, relieve stress or something. Whatever you like your hobby. Kind of true. No. I'm no. pretty sure Dick no. doesn't. I mean, doesn't shoot guns specifically to think about oh the. Refugees coming to America, man. No, he's like, you know what? It makes me happy, and I don't think about my problems. Yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, okay. So, I never said that um, escapism was a problem. Oh, and I never said that infantilism was necessarily escapism. Okay. Um. So, for example, a hobby that is not escapism, or doesn't necessarily have to be one, is building a ship in a bottle. Right. A lot of people like to do that. It's relaxing. But it's also not, you can still pay attention to your kids and your life and your worries. Like, you can still have that. Um, while you're building the ship in the bottle. While you're building a ship in the bottle. How, because how many people do that, do you think? I don't know. I think it's an older person hobby. <laughs> or, like, putting together puzzles. It okay. might be relaxing for you, but you're okay. not doing it to avoid your responsibilities. Do you like it to al- sit in scrimshaw, too? <laughs> what is what that? Is that? It's carving on oh, sperm yeah. whale teeth. Uh, what? I never yeah. even heard of this. It's an old sailor thing. Uh, no. No, yeah. that's we- no, that's weird. Um, look it up. That, I don't need to. You just told me. Well, look it up for fun. <laughs> Some of it's cool. <laughs> it's my new hobby. I'll just look up things that Sean says. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hobbies can be satisfying and rewarding, not necessarily infantilism. Escapism uh, is totally. I'm, I'm not criticizing the superhero genre for escapism. And by the way, I still like lots of superhero stuff. But infantilism is more nuanced than, than that. It's not a, any certain, it's not one specific thing that you do. It's how you do it and why you do it, right? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If we if I brought video games in with the same logic as the superhero obsession, what would your thoughts on that be? Seems like seems like people are mostly hitting on the point that you criticize other hobbies and yet have escapist hobbies of your own. No, it's not that I, I'm not criticizing these hobbies for being escapist. The if you brought in video games, okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with with the that that I have with the video games is when people project way too much social influence at the behest of video games because of and as a response to video games mm-hmm. that's when i have a problem because that 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 verges on video game worship like for example there's a lot there the big trend in video game criticism right now is feminist critique of video games mm-hmm. and they say that it has a huge influence on society and culture and uh, it affects the way we think about women and it affects the way we think about gender oh. and all these things. Dude, Extreme Beach Volleyball 3 got not really got shut down in the US. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. My favorite game series. So, so putting that much importance on this medium, which I mean, there's first of all no evidence. You know you don't have any evidence to show, and it's really difficult to prove. How do you even show that somebody playing a video game 
that doesn't have a strong uh, female role or maybe has women characters as decoration or whatever whatever weird argument you want to make, right? You have to then take draw a line from that argument and make a thread all the way to some real-world repercussions. And that is a very tenuous and difficult argument to make. That's the problem. And that's when that's when it, uh, video game worship can become a problem. And this ha- doesn't really have much to do with infantilism. Infantilism is the avoidance of responsibilities and, and pressures as, as an adult in favor of doing childlike things or regressing your state to a childlike mentality. All right. Um, you want to see my Christmas tree? I put, a, <laughs> <laughs> I put a Christmas tree up. All right. Let's see your Christmas tree. I here. made all the ornaments myself. You want to get a load of this? Let's see this. I think, I think fans will like it, too. Do you just hang beer cans on it? Oh, geez. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> Dick's got this tree for a Christmas tree, which, first of all, looks a little too stubby. It's a little too stubby Christmas around the bottom. Christmas trees are expensive, man. They are expensive. But, I mean, you got to spend something. Uh, and then at the very top, he's got Donald Trump... Uh, Donald Trump at the, with, wearing his hat says, make America great again. It's <laughs> oh my, my tree topper. Trump is such a jackhole. He's such a fucking idiot. Every Trump week, on a tree, man. That's great. <laughs> Trump on a tree. So like Elf on a Bench? Or what is it? Elf, Elf on the Shelf. Elf on the Shelf, yeah. yeah. All right. Trump on a stump. You want to get some problems going here? Let's get some problems. What's your first problem, Dick? My first problem is daylight savings time. Daylight. Or as Sean corrected me before yeah. the fucking show started, daylight saving time. I was being I, really pedantic oh yesterday. Oh my yeah, god! Were. I was I was gonna make a point to always say daylight savings time because it bothered Sean. It doesn't bother me. Look, I'll say it. What? Look, what? No, why? Why? Why are we giving ourselves an hour of jet lag twice a year? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing this? Nobody likes this. Daylight saving time. Do you like it? Savings time. Saving sounds weird. It's got to be daylight savings time. No, I know. No, it was started as saving, but I know everybody says savings. I do too. Everyone fucking hates it, right? Yeah. Do you like it? No. Do you like Do you like eating dinner in pitch black no, it's for awful. half of the year? No. It's awful and it's stupid. It's I silly. hate it. Yeah. It's a huge problem. Why? Why? Why are we doing this? Allegedly to save energy? I've heard a number of different reasons. I th- I have heard reasons from harvesting. Uh, what, it, it's a relic from harvesting days. That's false. I looked it up. Yeah, no, no, that's no, no, false. No, no, no. You're thinking the wrong way. Yeah, the farmers are against it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, and then I thought about it in terms of actually having more daylight, et cetera, et cetera. But then, to me, it's just a big delusion. We're just hoaxing ourselves. We're, th- we're convincing ourselves yeah. that we have more daylight hours just by changing our entire fucking time well, system. Why wouldn't all these factories that are supposed to be saving all this energy just opt to start work at different hours? Yeah, like there you it's, go. They're the ones paying the bill. Right. So they're like, this is this is how this conversation goes. Hey, um, hey, uh, GE, you guys could save a lot of money if you just started work an hour earlier. How about that? And he's like, go fuck yourself. We know yeah. how much we're spending in money. Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to change We're gonna change time yeah. so that you don't have a choice. Right. What are you going to do? Tell everyone to come into work late? Like, what, what, what kind of scam has been perpetrated on us? If you really think about how stupid and farcical this whole time-shifting thing is, yeah. it's, it's a insane. fucking joke. 
And the amount of time it takes to just change the time on all these fucking devices. We've got easily over three to six hundred million electronic devices, and that's an underestimate, I'm Dude, sure. Dude, let's say it's ten minutes that you got to change every device. Yeah. That's like a billion dollars for yeah. everyone who has to do it. How much, what, I don't know, what you could make in ten minutes. But cut it off your schedule and see how much it is. It's a shitload of money. It's a shitload of money, shitload of time, and for what? I've heard all these explanations and reasons, and none of them are true. It's just a relic. Actually, Arizona, the state of Arizona in the U.S., uh, has held out. They refuse to do daylight saving time. Arizona and Hawaii Hawaii as well. And Hawaii, good. And there was one other. I grew up there. It was awesome. What, in Hawaii? Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, moving to L.A., it was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What do you mean daylight saving? So how much better does this make everybody else in Arizona? I feel like uh, half the year it's too dark, and half the year is is lighter than usual. I got a awesome graph for what you're talking about. Okay, this is daylight saving time as it's currently observed. It's got the hours for an acceptable sunrise time. Like, when the sun rises, is this an acceptable time for the sun to rise? Right. And when the sun sets, is this an acceptable time for the sun to set? Because it feels like, for half the year, it feels like we're living in Alaska. Right. Here. It and sets at, like, 4.30. It's awful. It, it's like Sweden. <laughs> Sweden, the sun sets at, like, 3 p.m. It's depressing, It's man. depressing. Um, wait, so what is this? A survey? So, they ask people what, what the acceptable time range is for a sunset or sunrise? Well, I think this is, like, saying, um, if... If it's if a reasonable sunrise time is defined as seven a.m., okay. the grid as it gets purple means it's worse. Okay. So if you're living in a purple area, you will hate life. Right. And if you're and contrary wise, if you're looking for sunset at a reasonable time, this is where you live. And you'll notice here that we live in orange. Right. So we're fucked. In fact, the entire West Coast is orange. Um. Okay, it could be it could be worse, but uh, yeah, we we're well, not in the purple sure, area. It could, yeah, yeah, it could be worse. Yeah. We could start eight. Uh, we could say uh, five. We could call one a.m. five p.m. We're about right How in about the middle. That? Yeah, we were about right in the middle. I think. Yeah. So here is here's another interesting graph. Here is what it would look like if daylight savings time were abolished. Look at that. Oh. Less purple. Less purple. A lot less purple. It'd be better for most people. It doesn't look like a lot of change for us because it's it's orange still. But uh, still, I you know at least it's better for mo- more people. Yeah, and here's what it would look like if there if daylight savings time were always in effect. So oh, Sean was awful. telling me, oh no, no, but look at the sunset time, dude. Fuck sunrise. Who yeah. cares about sunrise? Yeah, no one's on. nobody. Start no. work later. Yeah, that's all you get. In fact, go from eight hours a day of work to six hours a day. Start at ten, leave at five. Absolutely, right? easy solution for that. There was a study done a while back too about. The time that we all go to work, uh, because we all have rush hour traffic, and that's why they call it rush hour traffic, because everyone's going to work at the same time. They did a study, and they found that if they staggered the time that people went to work, even just by 30%, like, you know, for some people, mm-hmm. um, it would cut down on traffic so much. It would save millions of dollars. People would be happier, uh, shorter oh, yeah. work days, all these things, all these these things that factor into it. And this is another one of those things. Like, we just cut it out. It's just going to be... Less stress for Stop everyone. Stop changing the fucking time. Yeah. We don't need it. There's no reason to do. Why do we ever, like, why is this just accepted as a thing we all have to do the next time it rolls around? I'd be curious to see. I mean, they always do it on Sundays now, so that's not going to impact people's work days as much. But I'd be curious to see the amount of, like, a dollar figure on how much money and time is wasted with people missing schedules. I got all these fucking stats oh, for you, dude. This. I got all these fucking stats. Heart attacks increased by mm-hmm. 25% what? the morning after. Yeah, heart attacks. And then they drop by a comparable amount when we skip back. 
Like you push it huh. fo- when you push the time. Oh. The time goes backwards. Everybody panics, right? Everybody they panics. Don't get- you lose an hour. People are having heart attacks. Yeah, it is literally killing people. Yeah, changing your fucking clock as it should be. By but you said by twenty five twenty five percent compared to other Mondays. That's I'll bet you have. I'll bet you have car accidents on there too. I do, yeah. and so the heart attack risk falls by twenty one percent later in the year. So we're increasing heart attacks by four percent every year. Wow. For whatever the purpose of this dumb holiday that we do is. Yeah. Uh, Rex. 17% increase in traffic fatalities on Monday after the clock spring forward. Wow. So now technically, that's moving into daylight saving time, but I don't care because this is changing the clock. Daylight saving time means changing the clock. Look, leave it, it doesn't matter when it is daylight saving time. Right. The fact that we have to change the clock one way or the other is called daylight savings time. Right, like, leave right. it on or not, yeah. the problem is that we fuck with the clock and fuck with the thing that's most important to people. Like, I'll give up sleep for sex, but I do so at a tremendous penalty for the rest of the next day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're trying to stay up at night. Maybe sure. you drink a little too much whiskey. Uh-huh. You're trying to, get to some, trying to get this leather <laughs> to turn into something more. <laughs> trying to get some rebar out of this leather. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, fuck. I'll, I'll keep at this for another couple hours. Uh, yeah. the, old, the next day. The old whiskey dick. The old the whiskey, old whiskey yeah. dick. Happens all of us. Uh-huh. Happens all of us. WD. Uh, airlines. Costs, it costs $147 million for airlines to move. So we, so we elongated daylight savings time at one point. Mo- I don't remember that. Was it during our lifetime? Me either. I, yeah, I think it was in I mean, 2007. When, when I was a kid, none of this really mattered as much because, I, I mean, it sucked to have to wake up early to go to school or, you know, for some reason have an extra hour. Was- Speaking of school, uh, observed SAT scores were 2% lower in areas where students had to deal with daylight savings time versus huh. not. So I guess just Arizona and Hawaii. But yeah. that's pretty that's pretty telling. We're making kids dumb by screwing <laughs> with their sleep. It is making kids dumb, and it is saving a negligible or negative amount of money because people yeah. are running their AC longer and their gadgets and their lights and shit when they get home. There you go, man. That's uh, so. Is there a reason in all your research? Did you find a reason that people that politicians say we're still doing this? No, no. The reasoning given at the outset was to save money in like factories and manufacturing. It's, However, I and don't fuel. Yeah, and fuel and fuel for lighting. Sure. Yeah. But oh, I, I see. Came so, back in World War II. We had it around the turn of the century. I yeah. think it was uh, maybe. But maybe people said, "No, World fuck War you. We're not doing it." Yeah, it was repealed or canceled, and then back to World War II. So the argument can be made that if the day, if the workday started when there's more light out and it gets warmer sooner, it'll save money in heating and cooling costs. Is right. that what the argument yes. is? Yes. However, oh, okay. studies in Indiana yeah. and pl- wait, studies wait, wait, have wait, wait, shown- No, you're, it's, it's at the end of the day. That's what, when you spring forward, it saves it at the end of the day. You're not saving the fuel at the beginning. Well, if if the day starts, if it starts to get warmer, like let's say you move, you spring it forward uh, by an hour and then you go to work when the sunrise is up, right? And then it gets warmer during the day, so you have to spend less money on heating costs. And then mm-hmm. when you roll back an hour, uh, it gets darker quicker, right. right? And then you have to spend less money on cooling costs. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, something something along those lines. That's I mean, the argument, right? But it's a, it's a wash with all this other with all these other statistics. Oh, it's totally, and it's even in the it's cases where it works. It's yeah. like 0.18% of energy costs. We're saved in the middle of the country where energy is free. Yeah, it's a way bigger pain in the ass than any benefits. It doesn't even sound like there's any benefits. No, I used to write for a TV show on current TV, which is I don't think even think it's around anymore. But they were bought by Al Jazeera, weren't they? They Something were bought like by Al Jazeera. Yeah, I, it was Al Gore's network mm-hmm. for a long time, and they wanted me to to come in and write on uh, one of their shows for a long time. And I wrote for them for a little while, and they had this the show that I worked on did a segment about this uh, this, this state with, uh, with three different counties where one was daylight saving time and one was not, and then another one was also daylight saving time and on the border of central and mountain time. Uh, some, some ridiculous thing. So in that state, you could have... You could have um, Four different time zones, depending on where in the state you were. Right. So yeah. they, so they, they did a whole bit where they would jump on one side of the county line, and they'd be back in the future, <laughs> and then they would ask like people for stock tips and things like that. It's kind of a funny segment, but it just goes to show how crazy and ridiculous things can get, especially when people, you know, choose to opt in and opt out of these uh, these daylight saving time regulations. Yeah, four hundred million dollars is what it costs. People getting fucked up, people's sleep schedules getting fucked up, missing work, wrecking their cars. That's having, pretty significant. Four million dollars? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty significant. That's a Each big year? Big chunk of change. The only one the only one of those uh, stats that I, I, I thought was not very compelling was the two percent about the SAT scores. Kind of negligible. But the rest of the But it's stuff, our kids. No. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Um if it was two percent of kids getting molested, then you'd have a big problem with it. It right? is two percent of kids getting by molested the, by the government. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, the, the worst kind of molestation, right, Dick? Okay, here's uh, here's here's a positive though. Yeah, two hundred million dollars of sales of barbecues happened because of the extra month of daylight savings. Um, how? What? Why? Because there's know. more daylight? Is that what it is? I guess so. Huh. That's what the barbecue consortium says. Okay. They were lobbying for more daylight savings. Oh, the are they really? Barbecue people. The fucking barbecue people. Yeah, big barbecue. Big barbecue. <laughs> Always trying to fuck the little guy. Look, yep. let's just fall back every year. Fuck leap year. No more leap year. We'll just fall back with the clocks, and every four years, everything will work out. Or who cares if it doesn't work out? Who? Why? Why do we have to keep track of time at all? So fucking satellites don't fall out of the sky, Dick. It's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> we need. We have to have very accurate time so that shit stays in the sky. I don't think they have daylight savings. Satellites? Satellites? Yeah. No, man. They're they're ice cold. Calculating we gotta, tr- Trump's got to get on top of this daylight savings. Oh, I want him to come out. Ve- when we spring forward, I want his Twitter to be lit up with the Chinese started daylight saving time. I don't want daylight savings. It's not good, and we should kill the families of the people who invented it. Yeah, like, <laughs> we should. Uh, that you know that might very well be the next Trump headline. Good every week. I would support it. Jackassery coming out of that guy's mouth. Make America big problem. Yeah. Big problem. Everyone hates it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't. I can't defend it. So although, so two hundred million plus. Why would for you want to defend sales. it? It's horrible. It's no. a pain in the ass. No, there's no, there's no, there's no upside except for the barbecue thing. So you have um, two hundred million in sales in, in barbecues, mm-hmm. and then you have four hundred million in costs. So it's a two hundred million cost net cost. Yeah, right? but the debt I don't thing think that two hundred million of barbecue sales happens every year, though. Well, there's got to be other uh, you know industries or businesses that benefit from it. Who? Who I mean, would benefit from a random change in time? Sunscreen companies. How there you that? go. Yeah. I like it. Be- beachwear companies. Skateboard shops. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe. Hey, we got an extra hour. Let's go buy a skateboard. <laughs> you know what really sucks about this, though, Dick? And I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, though, is it screws with last call at bars. I was going to bring that up. When the fuck is it last call anymore? In fact, it was just daylight saving time, and I was at a bar, and everybody was confused. Everyone, There was a beeline at the bar for people asking them what time the la- the cutoff is. Well, no you get an extra anymore. hour of drinking in Do the you? fall. Yeah, because the clock goes backwards. Okay. Except it goes backwards at like 3, p- 3 a.m., so yeah. it fucks you. Because yeah. it, it goes after last call, it ticks back. Again, right. this is every state gets to pick its own thing, whether they even yeah. want to do it or not. They do that specifically to fuck drinkers. Fucking Schwarzenegger should have fixed this when he was in Is office. it Lake That's Tahoe that, uh, where it goes from Pacific time to mountain time, and there's bars on both sides, and people on the later side go back over to the California side to drink wow. an extra hour? I didn't know that. Oh, happened. I heard something like yeah. that, yeah. Mm. Huh, interesting problem, Dick. There you go. Good problem. I got some graphs and some stats. Did a pretty good job yeah, on this I, one. Yeah, I, I really liked it. And you even found some <laughs> counter-arguments to your own argument. Holy shit. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the golf industry says that the additional month of daylight has meant uh, another $400 million in revenue. So golfers and barbecue salesmen. That's who this helps. Yeah, because yeah. you can play You can play longer later. Oh, God. Fuck, fuck these people. Okay. Guys, I got the real biggest problem in the universe, and this may be exacerbated by daylight savings time. I don't mm-hmm. know. Slippery slopes. Oh. Yeah. Slip and falls is a big problem. Guys, they're murder on your back, am I right? <laughs> what? <laughs> slippery slopes are murder on your back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are types of slippery slopes, guys. They're, um, can, can we do that again? What's, <laughs> you want to do it? That no, joke. I'm, <laughs> I'm being an asshole. Yeah, it's new. All right. <laughs> Guys, lots of things make floors slippery, like oil, huh? Food food spillage. Wait, Wa- do you mean literally slippery slopes? Well, those are problems. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's not God what I thought it. he meant no, either. me either. Yeah. Water, ice, these are all things that make floors slippery. That's true. But the worst kind of slippery slope is a rhetorical one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. I Rhetor- hate these fully. I hate these these things. Why do you hate these, Any these ta- things? Anytime someone online brings up like, that's a fallacious something, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Why? Go, go eat them. Why? Why do you? Because you knew what they either you knew what they were trying to say or you didn't. I think people abuse it. Like they go, oh, slippery slope, slippery slope. Like so, what is it necessarily bad that it's a slippery slope? Do you know what he's trying to say? It's fucking. Tw- it's hard to have an argument in 140 characters. Well, yeah, Twitter's Twitter's a shitty format to have any kind of conversation or debate. I I hate talking on Twitter. But yeah. when you're arguing with someone and they make a fallacy, especially a slippery slope one, mm-hmm. uh, things can get really, really dangerous. And by the way, I, I just did a quick um, Google News search on the words slippery slope. And there are so many headlines across the country of both political sides blaming each other for sure. making slippery slope arguments. One of the biggest problems with slippery slope arguments. Do you want to define arguments. what it is Yeah, first. let's define it. Good. I don't want to derail your thing. It just annoys no, me. No, that's a, that's a good call. Um. This is from the website nizcore.org. It's, the, it's one of the first links that come up when you search for it. It says, The slippery slope is a fallacy in which a person asserts that some event must inevitably follow from another without any argument for the inevitability of the event in question. Mm. And this is from yourlogicalfallacyis.com. This is a fun website. It's really snarky. When someone makes a logical fallacy, you just send them, Hey, your logical fallacy is slippery slope. Oh, this is exactly why I hate them. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> 
It's so much fun. Listen to this one. This is from that website. It says, the problem with this reasoning is that it avoids engaging with the issue at hand and instead shifts attention to extreme hypotheticals because no proof is presented to show that such extreme hypotheticals will in fact occur. This fallacy has the form of an appeal to emotion fallacy by leveraging fear. In effect, the argument at hand is unfairly tainted by unsubstantiated conjecture. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. And the important key here is an extreme hypothetical, right? Yeah. So if something you're afraid of something happening because of some extreme outcome, and one of the classic examples we have that uh, in, in politics today is uh, about gay marriage. Well, I mean, that debate is settled now. <laughs> okay. But what, is the, what is the slippery slope? fallacy for gay marriage farm animals are next yeah exactly that's oh, what this one is Sean. farm animals just marriage kids everything. will get turned gay yeah yeah it rubs off you didn't know that i don't know does it the gayness yeah no yeah. it doesn't rub off no that's what i've heard you can catch it in the even air. a little bit yeah little. i mean you can rub a gay a, a gay person off so, off yeah you yeah. can <laughs> i'm so sorry i said that yeah we're getting a lot of. You don't sound think there's a kid one. who will maybe see and go? Oh, I give that a shot. Uh, I, I, I have a friend who was curious. <laughs> oh as boy, to, here we go. I've yeah. got a friend <laughs> who was really curious about rubbing a gay guy Who's off. Guy, I know. <laughs> no, but for real, as uh, a friend of mine uh, was really open-minded about his sexuality, and he thought, "Well, I might. Be, maybe I'll. Maybe I'm gay. Maybe I'll. Sure. Uh, you know." And he decided question to- everything. That's critical thinking, right? Every straight guy who follows this show should be blowing guys every once in a while. Maybe they're gay. You gotta know for sure. Only one. That's way the to find- straightest thing you can do is suck a guy off suck and then a- keep being straight. Yeah. Oh, that's a fu- that's a fucking fact. That's the that's the truth. Yeah, light them up. <laughs> if you blow a dick and you're straight after that, you are, you are straight. straight. You're you are the, straight. You're straighter than any straight dude who's not blown a dick, yeah. for sure. That's true. <laughs> uh, so I have this friend who said uh, one day, he said, you know what? I don't know if I, I he said, I'm, I've, I've always felt straight, but maybe I'm gay. I don't know. <laughs> and he decided, yeah, he decided to... Look at gay pornography. Okay. Okay. And then which, he's gay. You know, uh, you know, yeah. And he looked at gay pornography and then he also decided to try to masturbate to it. <laughs> um, and he said he couldn't. And he said, That's when I knew I was straight. I'm like, <laughs> well, well, that's a really weird way so to does go that, about. Does that mean yeah, if he would have if he would have been able to masturbate to gay pornography, would he have started dating guys? I don't know. I think he was. He, I think that's he a was, big leap. I think he was also going about it wrong. I don't think masturbating. You, well, a lot of things. Okay, like what? Well, first you, of all, you think you got to go the full pull? <laughs> what what, what, what I mean, mean, like, with, with a real person? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Trying to kiss a guy is less gay than looking at gay porn and trying to masturbate to it. It's like, less that gay. Be? Or more gay. It's more gay. I will say this. I don't know. He wasn't afraid to find out. Yeah, he wasn't afraid to find out. He's definitely not a homophobe, so there's that. Well, uh, you know, he's, he's like getting yeah. up in there. He's he like, gets, he's watching it. Okay. That's pretty deep. That's pretty deep gay territory. Actually, the first gay, the first porn I ever watched was gay. Lesbians. lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of gay-ass lesbians scissoring. <laughs> it was so cool. Anyway, um, oh, it was uh, Sex Starved Fuck Sluts number 13. That was the Oh, my fir- goodness. <laughs> that was the first, one of the first pornos that uh, my friends and I all chipped in to buy. Um, anyway, so he, he you know, there's a real simple test chipped if you're gay. Chipped in to buy. So you shared this with everybody? Yeah, Did yeah. you watch it together? 
Uh, yeah, the first, uh, yeah, the first time, yeah. I've never done. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird for a lot of people to hear that uh, that I've watched porn with my guy friends because they they all think that we have to sit there with boners and and rubbing one out. I'm like, no, we're not getting boners. Well, it, wait a minute, you're not getting boners? No, I wasn't getting a boner. I wasn't sitting there with a hard on watching this thing. And why are you watching it then? It's hilarious and fun. Hmm. And then boobs. Like, there's a lot of reasons to watch porn. Sometimes it's just on in the background. Got a couple of pornos going. What? All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We used to have our corn and porn Wednesdays. That was <laughs> and you'd watch porn with your friends? Yeah. We'd get soup and then watch porn. I think that <laughs> would make me very uncomfortable. Like, I don't want my porn sweats coming out and getting and my pheromones so- soaking into the air and then Sean's touching them with, like, walking through a mist of my musk. This, this all sounds disgusting. I just hear Maddox, Mom, my SpaghettiOs <laughs> and my pornography. <laughs> You make it sound like it's so weird, but it's not that. It was at my friend's house, and his parents were out of town. We just watched porn. Throw on some porn. I'd, we'd, we'd make uh, it was the corn and porn Wednesdays, and we would go to the grocery store, the food for less. We'd buy, I'd buy a can of stew or some corn uh, and some corn, uh-huh. and I'd put the corn in the stew. I'd have some soup, and we'd watch porn. It was like a thing. We just, yeah, soup yeah. would also be the last food I would eat. I was hungry. With, okay. I really like soup. All right. Yeah, I, back then I ate soup a lot. Anyway, so back to slippery slopes. <laughs> I got so many stories about this porn thing. All right, um, you, th- so the problem is it's a barrier to action, a slippery slope, right? Because you can't solve problems until you overcome ideological hurdles, and one of them that stops progress dead in its tracks is the fear that acknowledging a point in a debate or allowing something to happen will necessarily lead to some other possible outcome. And the gay marriage one we talked about, which is, you know, it might lead to people marrying animals, their parents, their cars, or baloney, or whatever the fuck people say that people, <laughs> yeah, baloney. whatever. You know, people are afraid someone's going to marry, which, again, who what cares? What would be wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Marry some baloney. Yeah. No big deal. Well, it hurts the sanctity of marriage, and then... I don't know what then. Yeah. And then what? Gay people are getting married. Are, are, are straight divorces going through the roof? They can't go any any higher, much higher before it's past the 50% tipping point. Straight divorces? Yeah. I think they're past that. 50%? I Actually, last, young people, last I heard definitely. about 51%. Just on average? I can't remember who said it. I think it was, it was a comedian. He said, like, if you're a hardcore Christian and you're completely against gay marriage, he said, you have nothing to worry about. Like, God's not going to let him in. <laughs> you know, like he's, yeah. you're not getting into heaven. Don't worry about it. I argued for a defense of marriage activist. Like, you know, those DOMA people, Defense mm-hmm. of Marriage Act. I, I argued with them. I said, hey, um, if you're worried about protecting marriage, why don't you try, why, why aren't you lobbying to ban divorce, right? Because that'll, that'll save a lot more marriages than, um, than uh, allowing gay people to get married. Yeah. No answer. No answer to that. Like, oh yeah, we're we're trying that too. But first, let's let's try to ban gay marriage. Well, yeah, because it's about gay marriage. Yeah. Um. So in most, this is uh, this is again from uh, Nizcord. It says in most cases there are a series of steps or gradations between one event and the one in question, and no reason is given as to why the intervening steps or gradations will simply be bypassed. The argument has the following form: If X has occurred, or might occur, right? Y will inevitably happen. And Y is usually some extreme position, right? Like yeah, they don't acknowledge any of the bumps in the road going down or the no. slope. There are no roadblocks, no pushback from any other group or anything. 
No, it's um, it's actually the root cause of a lot of fear mongering online. People use this for fear mongering. Like if we let people do, I don't know, if we let if we let them, like, well, the, you know, not to get political again, but the Uh-oh. these uh, this. <laughs> No, but the what? the re- the refugee argument, or even like terrorist argument, you know, if you want to, it's it's kind of like fear mongering to scare people about a certain group of people, right? Yeah. If you if whatever that group may be in world in in the fifties, it was Japanese people around World War Two. We can't let them in our country. Well, They're the enemy, com- right? It was communists in the fifties. Oh, and let's Japanese not people do in the 40s. politics. Is there any other slippery slope fallacy, or is it just all politics? Guns, guns, guns is pretty political. Well, I yeah. would say. Well, it, it comes up a lot in political debates, and this is the problem because it shuts down the conversation. Yeah. Like, for real, this is what's shutting down the conversation is, is slippery slope arguments like this. Like, um, yeah, guns is a big one because people gun advocates don't want to give an inch because they're afraid you'll take a mile. Yeah, they're well, afraid that the government stormtroopers will <laughs> well, kick yeah. down your door. It's, I mean, it is true. Like the Why is it necessarily true? It Jeff? just reverts to because Nazi Germany Because everyone's a crazy asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's out there trying to make a name for themselves and scaring the shit out of everyone. I think they're almost by definition political because problem. there's always a group pushing it. Yeah. That fear or whatever. So I don't think that happens without it being political to some extent. So there's an argument, there's this article on this website called registeredguard.com. I don't even think it was a news website, but it says zero tolerance on hate speech is a slippery slope. And that's kind of an interesting position to take. What yeah. do you think about hate speech? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Done. Moving on. Hate speech? Like yeah. like what? Well, hate speech. Like, give me, um, give me like five or six examples of hate speech. Oh, no problem. I can rattle <laughs> off twenty right here, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like Chinese people are too good at math. Would that be an example of hate speech? That is a stereotype. Uh, no, hate speech would probably would be more along the lines of insightful. Like, we should kill all gay people. We should, uh, we should, uh, we should export. Uh, Chinese immigrants or Vietnamese—that that would be like borderline That's hate speech. I think so. It's—I it's, don't know. I have a tough time with all these like thought crimes. Like well, if you're inciting violence, there's inciting already violence. laws. There's already in, laws protecting that. Well, like, there's already laws about that. You don't need their motives. Called into question. That's okay. What historically? Historically, what? you'd have the uh, like the Christians would put on the uh, I think they're called passion plays to incite yeah. violence against the Jews. Passion of the Christ is based on one of those. Yeah. I looked up the the definition of hate speech a while back too, and it's not it's kind of like a a murky area legally, but um, yeah, I don't like that. But it 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 ultimately comes down to this: if you are inciting uh, inciting some kind of violence or violent action or um, some kind of uh, um, response towards a large group of people, you're stereotyping them that a large group of people that would be that would be considered more or less hate speech. And but what about the Iron Sheik? He was that was awesome. He was awesome stereotype. Uh, right. I'm, I'm sure everybody agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. great. Come on. Oh, uh, it's interesting. I read this sociological <laughs> article about uh, wrestling and how it reflects our times, <laughs> and how every in every era of wrestling, yeah. no matter who our political enemy is perceived to be, they always tr- uh, drum up an enemy in sure. wrestling who represents that political yeah. enemy. Who like, is it now? Captain Safe Space. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, be. that would He's be great. Champion. That'd be incredible. It's uh yeah in in South Park it's it's uh, reality, what's his yeah. name you know that uh, that episode they did, um anyway but this is from this uh this article the registerguard.com says uh, zero tolerance on hate speech is a slippery slope 
And I don't know what exactly that means because he didn't give any examples of tolerable hate speech. Uh, because I don't know, I don't know. This is kind of like one of those areas. What should you tolerate when it comes to hate speech? It says, it's gotten to the point where even admiration for non-European culture is denounced as bigoted if that admiration blossoms into so-called cultural appropriation. Ethnic food fads are denounced for their insensitivity. Recently, the website everydayfeminism.com offered the feminist guide to being a foodie without being culturally appropriative. No eating sausages, stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, this foodie guide? No, well, there was this article that uh, that went out recently about how there's this college campus that banned yoga. They banned this, oh, yoga, <laughs> this yoga class because they felt like it was culturally appropriating someone else's culture. And yeah, whitewashing. I, I hate that shit. I was going to bring that in after Burning Man because like, there was always a big stink about people wearing headdresses as feathers because it's culturally appropriating Native American headwear or something. Yeah. Um, Man, I I don't care if people are offended by their culture getting appropriated. I guess that's part of it. I think we've gone way overboard yeah. with the political correctness. Yeah, me too. But you this isn't it. politically political correctness. Mm, this is slippery it, it, it is. This, oh, is, it where, is. this is where you get in. It's yeah. intertwined. Yeah, yeah, it's intertwined because this guy says here, um, this, is, this is something I notice. It, it happens generally more with, um, with the left uh, when, when they start to criticize – people as being blanketed blanket bigots and being mm-hmm. um the most extreme version of whatever they're saying like if if someone uh. says something that may be perceived as as prejudice you just jump to the ultimate conclusion which ultimately is hitler you're you're you, it, it's only a matter of time before hitler comes we up should in that start conversation there from now on start with like hitler. every argument to start with you're hitler here's why you're you're hitler here's why first but, of all we had chinese food yesterday <laughs> but it, go, it goes hitler on fed the jews the same thing every day nothing oh that's that's true that's a bad meal yeah <laughs> It's, it goes both ways, though, because on on the the uh, the far right too, there are all sorts of banners and memes and and things floating around on the internet of Obama uh, photoshopped. Well, as he Hitler. is Hitler. Okay, Obama there definitely he, is there Hitler. There you go. Obama is definitely <laughs> Hitler. George Bush was Hitler. George W. Bush. Clinton was Hitler. Everyone's Hitler. Yeah, Hitler. isn't that more? That's way more fun political theater. Oh, I than can't not than trying to avoid Hitler. I can't wait if if Hillary gets elected. You, I, I'm going to count down the number of seconds it's going to take before someone makes a Hitlery, uh, a Hitlery campaign or Hitlery pun. Oh, that they're going to have a exists. heyday with that name. That hmm? definitely already exists. Hitler. Then you could be super Hitler. Then they're going to have to come up with a bigger Hitler, like Robo Hitler, yeah. Mecca Hitler. <laughs> Hitler. That's the entire dialogue. <laughs> Just Hitler comparison. Just Hitler. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. So anyway, this article goes on. He says, by all means, we need more civilized confidence, but demonstrating it only to denounce partisan opponents isn't confidence at all when he's talking about this uh, this slippery slope thing. Um, it goes on both sides, but uh, lately it's been politically more uh, more liberals and the left accusing, like using these slippery slope Gotta fallacies. Gotta have their, spa- their safe spaces. Yeah. Captain Safe Space can't survive. People challenging his ideas. Even Obama came out to denounce that. Um, here's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of people getting offended for other people. Yeah. Uh, that needs to stop. Like, look, man, you think that uh, it's bad to have a Native American costume for Halloween? Mm-hmm. Great. You're not Native American. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let's hear from the Native Americans. Because guess what? Not all of them may share your opinions. I have a number of friends who are 
Chinese or okay. Japanese. This said every racist ever. <laughs> <laughs> then what? Well, and then and some then. of my best friends are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I have a number of friends who are Chinese and and Japanese. And when there was that big uproar, I think it was last year when they then they said kimonos were like the the big naughty thing you shouldn't wear anymore because it's culturally appropriating yeah. and insensitive blah 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 i asked some of my japanese friends i'm like do you care about this and they said no it's kind of flattering that people would want to dress up as in this japanese hmm. uh garb and it they don't speak for all japanese people but neither do the ones who are offended well we need the emperor of all japanese people to call in yeah we had the emperor the of all white people position i don't is that slippery slope though you got a lot of things mixed together in this one because that seems like outrage porn a lot of it seems like outrage porn like people are just drumming up headlines well the only reason that that could potentially be a problem is if you know the slippery slope argument there is well it's racist and it may lead to more racism uh may, may lead to some racist extreme example uh, but there's mm. a lot of slippery slope arguments. I mean, you know, the gun debate's another one. Abortion. Uh, we allow abortion in this country. Who? Uh, why can't we just kill anyone? And then they justify. That's a good question. Let's start uh-huh. doing that. Sure. Yeah. Retroactive abortions. Yeah, it's a great I, idea. That's part of the non-voluntary euthanasia. Yeah, that's part of the regressive platform. I suggested that uh, up to the age 18. I think 18 is a cutoff point. There you go. Yeah, it's a good age to abort someone. Up, up, up to 18, of course. I'm not a monster. Anyway, that's my that's my problem. Slippery slopes. Slippery slopes. Hey, well, this uh, episode is brought to you by <laughs> Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash biggest and using promo code biggest. Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. We've had a lot of fans buy Casper. Yeah. Yeah. They, they got to send the reviews in, though. Guys, yeah, tell tweet. me what you think about it. I don't want to know that you bought it. I know the ads are good. I know the product is good, according to Maddox, at least. I love it. Send in your reviews, for God's sake. Send it to not just us, but also tweet it at Casper, because they read all these tweets. They I actually, want a whole review. It's I want a, a small, whole review. Go ahead. It, it's a small company. They actually they do pay attention to the feedback they get. They care a lot about their product, and their customer service is really good, and uh, you know they'll take care of you. Speaking of small, the prices are so small you can barely see them. Mattresses can often cost well over fifteen hundred bucks, but Casper mattresses cost between five hundred for a twin size mattress, six hundred for a twin XL, <laughs> seven fifty for a full size, eight fifty for queen size, and nine fifty for a king size mattress. I bought my mattress, my, my the mattress that I have now at a mattress store, yeah, uh, for like two grand, upwards of two grand, and I am man, I am not satisfied with it after several months of being on it. It's digging into my back. It's horribly uncomfortable. Do you have springs in it? I don't know what's in it. You know, yeah. I'm, what am I, a mattress engineer over no, here? No. I don't know what they put in it. It's digging into my back, whatever it is, and it, like, slopes in the middle. Oh, you got a slope already? Oh, I got a slope already, no. right? It's oh. amazing how quick that happens, ah, even with sucks. expensive mattresses. Do you, you? And then you have to rotate them every, uh, what, month is it now? Yeah, see, I don't know. yours won't do that. No, I haven't had that problem at all, and I sleep in the same exact spot intentionally, trying to see how, how resilient this mattress is, and it's fucking resilient, man. Mattress is made in America. Not that. Hmm. Risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. And it comes days. in a box. It will explode out of the box. It will blow your mind. So cool. Post your videos on. I, I wish I recorded that. I don't know why I didn't have the foresight to record this cool. I didn't think it would be that cool. And also, part of me didn't believe it would actually inflate into a king-sized mattress. I was like, there's no fucking way. How big was it when it, when it arrived? It was the size of, I would say, like three printers on top of each other. Okay. 
So it's right. a good sized box. Check you, them out. You could put, if you curled up into a fetal position, you could probably get inside this box. Hmm. Weird. A skinny guy. A skinny guy could. Like Charles Manson. Yeah. Okay. You ready for my next problem? It's like Charles Manson. Walking. I got a lot of flack last week. Yeah. My life coach and I couldn't get to the gun range mm-hmm. because we were foiled by two miles of dirt road. Oh, yeah. I talked to him afterwards. After getting all the flack online, I uh-huh. texted him like, hey, um, can you check the map for me? Uh, I really hope it was more than two miles because a lot of these comments are saying, hey, Dick, why didn't you just walk? Yeah. And I have to admit that that did not occur to me. We just sat in the car yeah. trying to use our cell phones and our devices to alert to send out the virtual flare, the help me signal. A couple of goofy idiots. Yeah, nope. so I said, hey, uh, buddy, check that map. It's got to have been like five miles. I want to go into the podcasting. It was like five miles, ten yeah. miles, something yeah. like that. You can't, you're not care- walking ten miles, no. right? Shoot guns. And he's like, got it, got it, got it. So he texts me back, hey, I checked the map. It was almost one mile. i knew it i knew it it can't be that much off the road because there isn't even that much land anywhere in in la it wasn't in la it was in corona i'm proud of the fact that we did not think of walking no why okay walking is something that savage apes do walking is something that babies do and they get congratulated on it Walking is walking is for primitive people. When I see food, I don't start stabbing at it with my hands, right? Uh, because that's that's disgusting. Okay. That's lo- that should be looked down upon. I look for a fork, and hmm. if I don't find a fork, I wait a little bit. The civilized I don't start dick. Sho- yeah. Yes, I don't start shoveling mashed potatoes into my or cereal yeah. into my oh, mouth, mm-hmm. right? Or soup in your case? Yeah, you can't. What are you going to start digging, sucking it out of the bowl? I use this with s- your porn on in the background. <laughs> I use a, I use a spoon or a ladle, uh, unless you're drinking miso soup. Then yeah, you just sip out right out of the bowl. I don't walk. Okay. Walking <laughs> is just basically falling down, um, and stop and failing at that. Uh, All right, hmm. that's how you walk. That's you lean really... forward and you're falling, <laughs> and you use your feet to catch yourself falling. It's constant failure. Uh, hmm. You think about that. Imagine walking. What do you yeah, do? Yeah. You don't. You're not moving around like a Gumby, like sliding around. You're leaning forward. And then catching yourself as you fall. Yeah, okay. That's embarrassing. You mm. should be embarrassed walking, period. Yeah. Okay? Okay. That's why we didn't walk. And I'm proud of it. Because you're embarrassed walking. Because I'm embarrassed by it. You walk all the time. You walked into the studio. I would drive from bed to the bathroom if I could. Yeah, I would too if I had a Segway. Yeah. I'd get on the, I'd Okay, get on. that's the yeah. future. I'll take Elon Musk's little stupid tube around. But if I didn't have a Segway and I had... Uh, I was in my bedroom and I had a shitload of guns on me and uh-huh. I was really excited. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited. And I put in all this time and effort and preparation and sent emails back and forth and watched a bunch of Trump videos to pump myself up. Great. To yes. Go yeah. shooting in my Let's bathroom or wherever. Yeah. I would walk. You would walk? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's the cost of admission, Dick. Yeah, well. Using your leg. I know, uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, leg Day over here. You know who else walks? Huh? People with AIDS. AIDS walk. <laughs> AIDS walks happen all the time. Yeah. Well, no? the majority of the people who walk in AIDS walks don't have AIDS, Dick. Is that true? We don't know yes. that for sure. We got to get tested. Get tested, everybody. Make sure. You know who else walked? Huh. Famous for walking? Forrest Gump, a retarded uh. guy. Right? <laughs> That's who walks. Yeah. Not yeah. me. Uh-huh. I don't walk. 
There was the Million Man Walk, right? The Million Man then, March. No, they marched. They, they marched. marched. Oh, marched. Military okay marches. Oh, well, I would have marched up there with all those guns yeah. so fast. That's true. You do goose marching step a lot. Marching is fine. Yeah, you, you do goose step a lot. Hitler. Hitler. You know who else? You know who walks? <laughs> who? Dogs. Dogs, oh, I'll have to like go for dogs. a walk. You no. don't like dogs. I, no, man. Oh, man. I got a new fucking dog problem that's coming in. But yeah, dogs do walk, and so do their owners. You like dogs, though. I love dogs. Why? They yeah. walk They walk more than they I don't anyone. like them because they walk. I don't like that. You like them in that, spite of their walking. Yes, I want to hook them up to a drone and send the drone on the walk. You know, I saw this video of a cat. There was Someone was trying to get a cat to exercise by putting it on a treadmill, and, they, and okay. the cat just sat down and then fell off, and they kept picking it up and holding it there to the point where its legs were like hitting the, the treadmill. Okay, the cat funny. just let it drag. Like <laughs> just let its legs drag, and they kept putting it on the treadmill. The cat would just keep falling off. Cats refused to walk. Michael Jackson, famous for moonwalking. Moonwalking, that's pedophile, cool. Right? <laughs> I don't want to be in that. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Uh, yeah, alleged. Right. Right. Of course. Alleged. I know people who stayed at the um, the Neverland Ranch. How old were they? They were children. They didn't get molested. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, for real. I know. I know kids who are they're they're grown up now. They're in their uh, mid twenties, but they they stayed at the Neverland Ranch and they said Michael Jackson. Was How a did total that gentleman. happen? Um, told you. I won't. I don't want to give away who who it is. It's like a, you know, kind, it's of, a kind of a big. I knew it. It's not. <laughs> it's a stereos coconut. It's not. I'm that not, explains a lot. I'm not speculating about any mysterious molestations that may have happened. But no, this is um. Uh, it's somebody who's a celebrity now and was a celebrity then. I don't want to talk about it. I, I don't want to give. I don't want to say who it is. Well, but. you didn't need to say the celebrity part. Now that that makes it even more exciting. <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not actually gonna say who it is. But it, 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 I is do it a know, man? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, two, two, two different, two different people. Two not, different people. Yeah. It's not Macaulay Culkin. Is it Macaulay it's not, Culkin? It's not Macaulay Culkin. That's all oh, I'm gonna say. Guess. No, good he was guess. there. He testified like in Jackson's favor a lot. Yeah. He oh, said good. no, no. I spent. Tons of time there. Nothing ever happened. Yeah, nothing ever happened. I don't know. Anyway, so 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 that's we'll put that in the maybe column, Dick. Moonwalking still cool. Okay, and not necessary. You you're not necessarily a molester if you moonwalk. The Hollywood Walk of Fame, a big joke. <sighs> that is Tourist a big joke. trap. Yeah. It's a big joke. Yeah, I don't walk. Hmm. Okay, nobody should walk. Yeah, drive everywhere. If you can't get somewhere with your car. Not worth seeing. Huh. Machu Picchu, stupid. I've seen it 10 million times on Tinder. Don't need to see it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, it is annoying seeing it on Tinder all the time. If you can't get there in a car, not worth seeing. Hmm. Great okay. Barrier Reef, who cares? Seen Finding Nemo, no big deal. Yeah, well, Finding Nemo was computer-generated, Dick. Probably is better than the original. Yeah, you got that. You got me there. Actually, yeah. probably is. The, the mm-hmm. original does take a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. But um, here's the thing, Dick. You can get to the Great Barrier Reef without walking. Someone can just take you in a helicopter and lower you with a crane into the ocean with your snorkel on, okay. just above sea. You know, you just Good look points. around. Hey, Good point. Right? Okay. Yep. Then Great Barrier. You have to take Great Barrier Reef off. I, I'm going to see if you scratch that off. I didn't even. I just came up with that off the top of my head. I'll scratch yeah. something off though. There you go. In Africa alone, <laughs> women spend 40 billion hours a year, this is true, walking for water. Oh, my gosh. Walking they're, for water. Their legs. Rit- ridiculous. That's Why don't legs, they drive? That's all leg day, Dick. You know what they could do with that 40 billion hours? Huh. Imagine how much of that January Jones TV show they could be watching with 40 billion hours. Imagine <laughs> how, how much of your website they could be reading. Oh, they could be reading a lot of my website when instead of lo- looking for water. Yeah, instead of looking for water because they have to walk. If That's they, why it takes so long. 40 billion hours a year, these women are walking around looking for water. Hmm. Uh, that's a lot of hours. Walking. 
horrible. Big problem. It's okay, Dick. It's a solution to getting places and things that you want. Walking is? Yes. Oh, it's an embarrassing solution. Embarrassing. Six, six kilometers a day they're walking to get water. Dick. Injuries, shin splints. <laughs> you ever had shin splints? You I've could get that about, walking. I've heard about Runner's shin knee. Yeah. Stress I've, fascia. Yeah. Planner's fasciitis. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't know what that is, but that's, it fucks up your feet. I've seen it. Pussyfoot. 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 Sure. Is that what Dick got when he didn't go shooting? Oh, what man. is Oh, you do put you do pussyfoot around things. Here's yeah. here's a guy. Here's the very first person who walked around the earth on foot. Uh he was shot and killed by bandits in Afghanistan. Cause he was walking. Not because he was walking, because there were bandits in Afghanistan. Should have been in a Humvee. <laughs> Should have been flying over Afghanistan in a plane. Not walking. Well, Christopher Eve couldn't walk. There you go. You thought that was, you think that was a solution? Christopher Reeve not walking? Yeah. Um, did he do it on purpose? Did uh, we ever, no, did it we, was an accident. Did we test that? Didn't you have some kind of theory that we, he was playing up his paralysis <laughs> no, to I get didn't. money into his foundation? We, we don't know what the horse's motives were, which I suspect was bad. <laughs> Fucking horses. Probably because the horse was being made to walk too much. Got pissed off. No, the horse just the horse. You can't ever trust a fucking horse. You can't. They'll nip at you. They'll nip at your ears. Yeah, you know Sean doesn't have an ear. And one of his ears is bitten yeah, it's off. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> so, Dick, I don't understand. You can't. You, now you're contradicting yourself. This is a here. Dick this versus. A, this is a huge Dick versus Dick. Dick. A huge one. All right. On one hand, you're saying walking is a problem, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, you're saying paralysis is a problem. Which is it? Oh, you can do a lot more with your legs than just walk. You can't deadlift if you're paralyzed. Hmm. Yeah, you can't deadlift with your uh, with your legs if you're paralyzed. But um, <laughs> go to your problem. That's it. That's my problem is walking. <laughs> okay. It doesn't matter. All right. All right. But then vote down paralysis and vote up walking. Or they're not vote mutually exclusive. They literally are. No, you can do more things than walk if you're not paralyzed. That's true. You don't need to think about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you're saying paralysis is a bigger problem than walking. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. Not for me. Not for you, you no. Know. You'd rather be paralyzed than walk. I would vote both of them up. You'd vote both of them yes. up. Yes. Which is a bigger problem. I don't know. Well, I That's guess we're going to find out. Tune in next out. week, guys. <laughs> find out which is a bigger problem. Take your walking and shove it up your ass. <clears throat> Fine. Maybe I will. I got the real biggest problem in the universe this week, guys. It's the inability to disconfirm. Yeah, there's a problem. <laughs> a lot of mouthful problems that I... Yeah, it's a mouthful of a problem. But at least it wasn't a well-planned, poorly executed gun trip. Because mm. <laughs> you wouldn't walk a mile. Put all that uh, leg day to use. Walk, you know, What's hum- your problem? Yeah, my problem. The inability to disconfirm. So this is... I, I read this article a while back about... It was actually about this whole uh, outrage porn and this overly PC culture that we're in right now, okay. where even even President Obama has has spoken out against it because he says essentially people who are always looking for safe spaces and no free speech zones and and places where they're you know this this um this over infantilism I think it it uh, it has something to do with it when people don't want to be challenged and don't want to have their assumptions questioned uh, and okay. confronted. And it that's talks, the ability to disconfirm. No, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Um, the, these people who have these problems uh, exhibit symptoms of a cognitive disorder. 
and the inability to disconfirm is one such cognitive disorder. This is from the website, uh, I think it's cognitivetherapynyc.com. It's uh, this assessment article, and it talks about what it is. It says, you reject any evidence or arguments that might contradict your negative thoughts. For example, when you have a thought that I'm unlovable, you reject as irrelevant any evidence that people like you. Consequentially, your thought cannot be refuted. You say, that's not the real issue. There are deeper problems. There are other factors, et cetera, et cetera. So anytime you find evidence that contradicts what you believe, you just eject it. You don't Mm. acknowledge it. You don't consider it. This is kind of interesting. They did a study um, called When Superstition Fails, Reactions to Disconfirmation of Paranormal Beliefs. So they tested people who have paranormal beliefs, you know, people who are, you know, people who listen to a lot of uh, Coast to Coast AM. Well, people who are on it. People, sure. <laughs> people who are on yeah. it. I listened the other night and this guy was talking about, um, I think he saw Bigfoot in his tent and sure. he was afraid to open his tent because yeah. he thought it might be Bigfoot. And well, so he got to be safe. <laughs> it might be Bigfoot. Turn it on wife. Now. His oh, wife joined him on the camping trip. No, he didn't even check. I think he just waited. He just so went. It could have been Bigfoot. It could have been Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, so they did this test. It says here, this is from, well, I'll, I'll link to the study. It says here, previous research has suggested cognitive distortion of counterattitudinal information by believers, but not by skeptics of paranormal phenomenon. The present study sought to extend these results using a different mode of information presentation and measuring emotional arousal as well. 50 undergraduates completed the belief in paranormal scale and were divided into believers and skeptics on the basis of a median split of their scores. So they read an abstract either supporting or challenging the existence of ESP and completed the multiple effect adjective checklist. So basically, they're, ju- they're going through this checklist to see whether or not they, they have paranormal beliefs, right? Okay. Both believers and skeptics showed increased emotional arousal when presented with counterattitudinal information. So when they found an information that was contradicting their beliefs, they both showed like the same arousal in their, in their, uh, in their brain, in the same, same regions, but only believers showed selective learning of the information. Findings are discussed in light of dissonance theory and selective learning. That's really fascinating stuff. So essentially, what happens is, when you confront somebody with evidence that contradicts their preconceived beliefs and notions, they have the same amount of arousal as someone who doesn't accept that information, but their conclusion is contrary to that evidence. They just continue to believe what they believe. This is actually the root cause of anti-vaxxers. So they did all those tests and they sent out all those different methods to try to persuade anti-vaxxers into vaccinating their children. And no matter what evidence they showed them, it not only didn't persuade them, sometimes they doubled down and became even more staunchly ideological in their beliefs. Well, because they're, you just said it, they're believing, they're not thinking. Yeah, they're believing, right. The inability to disconfirm is a type of automatic thought. It's a type of confirmation bias. Um, and then there's some, this, this has like so many applications and so many things. Like, for example, in marketing, I read, this is from a book called Marketing Theory, Philosophy of Science and Perspectives. It talks about advertising deception and people who have the inability to disconfirm are the most gullible and the most dupable when it comes to advertising. So there's a critical research issue though one which has received surprisingly little attention, deals with whether deceptive advertising is capable not only of initiating trial purchases, but also of sustaining repeat behavior. The logic of, disconfir- excuse me, the logic of disconfirmation theory is insightful in this regard. 
Disconfirmation theory suggests that disconfirmation of expectancies would lead to change in cognitive structure, a change in the behavior, or both. And then they found that doesn't happen at all. So this happens when people get addicted to brands, and they find that that brand is not that good, or it's not fulfilling their expectations. They continue to buy that brand. And this has implications in people who are stuck in abusive relationships. You know, sometimes you see uh, a woman who's been in an abusive relationship. She's been beat by a man for a long, long time. And it's obvious to everyone outside of her that she needs to get out of that relationship. But to her, she has the inability to disconfirm. So she rationalizes these bad things that happen. She refutes any evidence that counters her beliefs and accepts her preconceived notions. Yeah, he hits me because he loves me. Yeah. Why yeah, has it got to be she? What? What if it's a guy? It doesn't have to What be. if it's two guys? Doesn't it have could to be two be. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Could be two guys. What if it's a guy and his baloney? He's beating up his baloney exactly. every night. Smack that baloney around. <laughs> his baloney yeah. needs to get up and pack its bags and walk away, dick. So people are suckers? <laughs> so Is that basically are, what all that said? People are suckers. Yeah. No, um... This has, this has huge implications in so many areas of our life. So I talked about abuse. I talked about purchasing things. I talked about believing in hypothetical things and in ESP and paranormal phenomenon mm-hmm. and believing in all these things. God. Well, it, it depends. I mean, you're, we're going to get into a whole philosophical argument there. Okay. But it does extend to religion and uh, political party, too. Like your political party, uh, they say, is most formed by what your parents were. Yeah. And even though it might have things later on in it that you don't agree with, a lot of people won't change. They'll well, just kind of ignore those how things. How could it not be? I don't know, Just like Sean. your sports team. What's that? Just like your sports team. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah. like, I have different political beliefs than my parents do, but I also try to think about things. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad's a libertarian. <laughs> Is he? Oh, he's yeah. a staunch libertarian. Really? Oh, yeah. You have a lot of libertarian-leaning tendencies. Well, I don't think you see them, but you can ca- you, you can do. call them that. Yeah, no, it's funny. I got an email last episode. Uh, I didn't bring it in, but this guy said, "Maddox, uh, you criticize libertarians. You've criticized liberals. You haven't really. You criticized Trump. It was like we don't know. We don't know what you are. Like, why don't you take a fucking stance?" And this guy's really, really pissed. No, don't. Yeah. Um. Well, it's because I think that uh, that one of the and I'll bring this in. I think that political labels are one of the biggest problems in the universe because it stops thinking it stops the critical thinking it allow it allows you to dismiss anything that isn't already aligned with your point of view so if you it, it becomes like a sports team right ah, i'm a raiders fan i yeah. i think that the the the, the um here we go. <laughs> what is your favorite part about the Raiders? I almost said Chicago Bulls. I, 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 I'm a Raiders fan. I'm not a fan of the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers, okay, right? That's yeah, a classic that's right. rivalry. Not a classic rivalry. Oh, it is. No, no, it no. Is. It's not. Broncos. Raiders and Broncos. Yeah, is a Raiders classic, classic rivalry. Well, that's another one. There's lots of classic rivalries. <laughs> Nobody, huh? gives, no, a nobody gives a shit about, shit about San the Chargers. Diego. The White Sox and the Yankees. That's a classic rivalry. The Red Sox. All the Sox. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Whatever. Good example. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, when you when you have this this affiliation with a large political group or anyone, it inhibits your ability to look at things critically because you're 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 likely to dismiss them. It becomes one big ad hominem attack. In fact, um, I try not to do this. When someone sends me a, a link or a source to a right-wing website or right-leaning website, instead of just dismissing it as being, you know, if it's against a liberal stance or vice versa, a liberal, a liberal website like Huffington Post or a, a, a conservative website like Fox News, I'll look and see what they're saying first. 
and I'll say, well, they might have, you know, not everything, not everything they say is necessarily tinted with that political point of view. And if it is, I can always Google it and see what what uh, less biased sources say to see if there's any merit to what they're saying. But most people don't do that. that most sounds people, like a huge waste of time. Why is it a huge waste of time? Like going through all this shit to look at all of the evidence individually. Just send me the link if it's on HuffPo. Like, no, wait till it shows up somewhere else. Has it been on Drudge Report? No. Then I'm not interested in seeing it. That's my motto. Well, that's why I do the Google search. Drudge like, Report I gotta find and out. Breitbart. Yeah, and Breitbart. Breitbart. Oh, my gosh. I guess um, so what's the what is the real is it not critical thinking what's the summary of this like I get the people are suckers and they write off well in things. so many ways so we talked about uh belief in paranormal we talked about uh being in abusive relationships but uh cognitively and why this shows up so much in cognitive behavior therapy mm-hmm. is because people will sometimes have these beliefs that they are bad people and no matter what you show them they're unable to believe any different yeah, because they have this they're stuck in this negative feedback loop, the circuitous thinking where they think everything I do or everything I am is bad and negative. Nobody likes me, et cetera, et cetera. And their inability to disconfirm leads them down that path. And all they have to do is step outside of that little circle and realize that there is a lot of evidence contrary to what you may think, contrary to your negative thoughts and your negative thinking. If you just step outside and take a look a little bit more critically. There's a lot in support of it too. Well, that I mean that you could make the case. I mean there's a there's a positive and negative way to look at just about everything. Mm-hmm. That's why when I brought in death as a problem, I acknowledged some of the good good aspects of death, but there's a lot of negative ones that I think far outweigh the good ones. Sure. Um there's good there's a good and bad way of looking at a lot of things. You could look at um the death of someone as, you know, someone's passing and you're you're sad for them. But, but you're like, hey, they're out of their credit card payments. <laughs> there yeah. you go. There you go, Sean. Perfect example. I don't have to buy them any Christmas presents. There, there, you, go. there you go, Dick. Another perfect Great. example. <laughs> I have another vase for the fireplace. Yeah, I can sell all this shit. There's more air yeah. to breathe. Well, okay. Huh? That's stretching it. Yeah. That's true. I, I always liked his car. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Give me that car. Yeah. And if, uh, if he was a drain on the economy or she was a drain on the economy in a hospital bed somewhere, hey, less hospital bills. Sure. Oh, look at that. Rosy glasses. It can stifle personal growth. That's a problem. Inability to disconfirm. Uh, you should look into it. It's it's actually really fascinating stuff. I started reading. Uh, it's just a, a huge rabbit hole of cognitive behavior therapy and cognitive dissonance theory and all this stuff. There's tons of literature about this uh, th- about this out there. I was really surprised when I started doing research about this stuff. Well, if it shows up on Drudge Report, I'll check it out. Oh, great. <laughs> no, I like this because it's so pervasive. <laughs> it is very pervasive. It's a huge, huge problem. It affects a lot of people. Um, even people, even people you wouldn't think that, uh, are affected by this. Like we, you know, at some point you can always, you can all be susceptible to this. Um, and, and it's, it's also the inability to, the inability to, to disconfirm is, um, also the tendency to believe that things will always be bad. You know, um, like if you walk down an alley and there's, you hear like footsteps behind you or something, you know, it, it would be silly to say that you're always going to feel that anxiety. Obviously, you're feeling anxiety because there are footsteps behind you. Once you walk out of that alley and you're no longer in that situation, you're not going to feel that same anxiety, right? Are it's, there people confused about that? No, but that's that's a that's an example. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's an example yeah. of why I'm saying how ridiculous it is to be to to have this this these fears that it's always going what to be fears this way. Are you talking about? Yeah, look, it, it's, it's a slippery slope. 
Yeah, it is, <laughs> it a, slippery is a slippery slope. slope, Sean. The fears I'm talking about is that I'm never going to find a, a partner in a relationship. I'm never mm. going to get a good job. I'm mm. never going to True. Uh, get out of my situation that I'm in right now. Sure. I'm never going to solve my financial problems. Dude, stop That's, reading my thoughts. Yeah, these are all, <laughs> but these are all mostly true. Now, see that people are not people that, don't fix their finances. They do. They fix no, their finances all the not time. Not according to the fucking numbers. I have a lot. People of, have like, negative savings rate. Baby boomers have saved ten grand in the bank. That's a massive failure. Odds are you will fail at finances. There you go. There's some negative thinking. That's the odds. But you're looking. There, there, but there's lots of evidence. If you look for it, there's evidence that counters what you just said. Okay. The internet can be a place where people with kind of out there beliefs find other people and they just reaffirm each other's opinions. So you just stop thinking. It's like, oh, well, all these people think exactly like I do. It must be this way. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's confirmation bias. Yeah, that's true. It's related. It's, it's related, related, right? Yeah, it's definitely related. When I was doing research, uh, a lot of the articles started because they can just about, ignore anything. Exactly. Absolutely. It's it, a lot Holocaust of Holocaust deniers. Holocaust deniers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going the Hitler thing. That's, yeah, Holocaust deniers. Um, yeah, this uh, the, it it is related to confirmation bias, and uh, one of the studies uh, Wikipedia has a really good uh, um, uh, description about this. It's it's actually related to confirmation bias, but it's also you know your inability to accept evidence that counters that contradicts what you're saying. You have to acknowledge evidence that contradicts what you're saying because then you, if you don't, you can get stuck in this rut of like I'm never going to find someone. Like just like how ridiculous it was to give that example of feeling anxiety that somebody's walking behind you down an, an alley and then constantly feeling that anxiety throughout the rest of your life. That's absurd because when you change your situation, you will no longer have that anxiety. But people who have this inability to disconfirm are always afraid of having that anxiety in spite of the fact that their situation changes. Yeah, anyway, that's my problem. All right. One problem you can definitely fix is having a shitty mattress. All right. Yep. Casper.com. Use promo code biggest. Is it biggest or biggest? All right, guys. My problems this week were the slippery slope and an inability to disconfirm. My problems were daylight savings time and walking. Thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday. Hey, guys. Uh, If you have to shit in the shower, then just go ahead and shit in the shower. You can stop it on the drain. Yeah. Not your problem anymore. No one's ever going to find out. Just move on with your fucking day. <laughs> that there guy just go. shits in the shower. Yeah. Problem solved. Hey, what's up, guys? Maddox, I'm a longtime fan. Dick, you're my new role model. Oh, Let's get into the shit. I got a fucking fan problem for you guys, if that's cool. Okay. The present year argument. I'm hearing this <laughs> shit all over now. Oh, it's 2015. Van that's Guns, funny. 2015. Gender norms, 2015. It's 2015. People fall back on this limp dick, chicken shit excuse whenever their argument on our society not being progressive enough doesn't hold any fucking weight. I'm just real heated up about this right now because yeah. I saw some friends on Facebook bitching about the amount of mass shootings this year and only saying it's 2015, 2015. By the way, the legal definition of a mass shooting in the U.S. Oh, is four boy. fatalities, which I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't consider for a massive number. You Maybe that's just your family. being an asshole, though. <laughs> well. uh, anyways, that's all I got. Dick, you're cool, but go fuck yourself. Uh. Yeah, I yeah. do hate that argument. Well, it's I 2015. See it. I saw a lot of people commenting about it. The re- I think the reason it's there is because uh, in the 80s and 90s, we always thought of the future as the year 2000 or 2000X, right? Mm. 2025, 2015, those were all big years, right? I think yeah. that uh, people are saying, oh, it's like, it's, tw- it's 2015. We're in the future where we thought in the past we would yeah. we should have solved these problems. Still annoying. 
Hey, Dick, is a life coach just a euphemism for boyfriend? Yeah. Small-faced <laughs> fuckboy? Uh-huh. What the fuck? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Sean, you're pretty cool. Wow. I don't hey, know. Thanks, man. I was just going to call that guy a homophobe, but he is a homophobe. <laughs> now I know he said I was cool, then no, he's all good. Oh, that's a uh, that's a slippery slope. Sean. It's how easily I'm bought Nazism, off. Nazism, you're Hitler. Uh, maybe worse. You could have friends. Super who, Hitler. Who, yeah. <laughs> you're like Mecha Voltron Hitler. of Hitler. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, I'm like combined. I'm like Stalin and Hitler. Stalin, Hitler, Hitler Pol Pot. Yeah. Who else? Mar- Marx. All you just like combine and then Mao. The Mao no, chest. it has to be all Hitler. All Hitler. Those guys are whatever. They're, we don't even know who those guys are. What? what? People don't know who those... Uh, only Hitler. I'm pretty, only Hitler. Only yeah. versions I'm of Hitler. pretty sure they know who they are. Like, yeah, he could well, be they... 70s Elvis Hitler, like a big fat Hitler with a jumpsuit that comes out and is drunk and on a bunch of barbiturates. Wasn't that your Halloween costume? <laughs> it's gonna be. 